lock and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. And greetings. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Steve Dace Show here. Live and on demand on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. I am Steve Dace. He's Todd Erzin. He is Aaron McIntyre. We have a very important conversation that we need to have on this show. And we will in a few minutes. But... Uh, given one of the largest blocks of people we have that uh, tune into us each and every day are uh, podcasters, like I wouldn't necessarily suggest pouring a glass of wine at 11 a.m. Central Time. Okay. Uh, Todd's like, uh, why not? But a lot of you that will listen to this later today on podcast or watch it later today on demand here at Blaze TV, you it will be five o'clock somewhere when you are tuning in. And given some of the hefty and and weighty subject matter we are about to address, it might not be the worst time ever for you to pour yourself a preemptive glass of wine uh, to just relax uh, and and digest what I'm about um, uh, to share with you here uh, in, in just a matter of moments. And you can, of course, get that from our friends over at Bonner Private Wines. These are produced, uh, very limited qu- quantity, uh, deep in the Andes Mountains and 9,000 feet Malbec grapes that uh, are some of the best you've ever tasted. Phenomenal red wines uh, and great with grilling season, which we're in the height of right now. Um, if you decide to take advantage of their offer, at bonnerprivatewines.com slash Steve. You'll not only get wine for over 50% off plus free shipping, but they have sweetened the pot for you as well. How about a bonus bottle of small batch, limited production uh, wine from their exclusive wine cellar? That's four bottles for the price of three now. Four bottles for the price of three. You cannot beat it. BonnerPrivateWines.com slash Steve is where you want to go. BonnerPrivateWines.com slash Steve. Yesterday. Yesterday, for the first time, it has been a long road. I mean, I'm hearing from so many of you on social media and emails. When are we going to get to see this thing? Trust me. None of you feel... Uh, how long this has taken to get to this juncture than I have, okay? I mean, there have been things that have gone on behind the scenes to stop this movie from being made I haven't even told you about, all right? We could literally do a documentary about the making of this film. To wit, why am I still facing an NLRB complaint on my movie that was filmed in a right-to-work state? No one can answer that. The governor can't answer it. The state attorney general can't answer it. No one can answer this. But I mean, the enemy has put up all kinds of roadblocks to getting this movie made. And after I watched the rough cut, what do we mean by a rough cut now? This is the the first time that the scenes are assembled in the order that the director and the editor or directors and editors uh, agree upon. And it's rough because there's no musical score. There's no CGI. Uh, the, the coloring of the film, uh, it's literally just raw footage. The sound is off. Some scenes, because they're taking certain cuts of scenes, the microphones are placed in, a, in, in one place on the set, and so the sound will vary. Sound editing isn't done yet. That's what it means by a rough cut. Uh, but it, it was the first opportunity for me to see all of the nefarious film was yesterday after the show. And 
I I can see I can see why the enemy has done everything short of killing us and damn near did kill our directors um, has done everything short of killing us to not have this movie made because what what Sean Patrick Flannery does and I shouldn't do this but I'm going to I'm talking like Jack Nicholson as Jack Torrance in The Shining kind of stuff like this is my this is my baby my my demonic black-pilled baby lord nefarious comes to life and he will preach and he will slay in this film you will be broken it will break you he will pull no punches and it it is an ominous warning for the viewer as an individual and for our culture and where it is at as a whole. His performance is jaw-dropping. I mean, there are times that I thought it approached, like, approached, Heath, that's the key word here, approached Heath Ledger levels of transcendence as the Joker. I mean, it was just uncomfortable you're fighting back tears and to see that come to life in all of its dark glory I, I you know 11 years ago I had a group of successful Christian businessmen come to me after witnessing the impact that our show had had on what was going on culturally in Iowa and said, you know, what, what, what if we, you know, followed the Rush Limbaugh model? Literally, that was what they said, you know, and this is how Rush left from, went from Sacramento, a market about the size of Des Moines, Iowa, and eventually, you know, became Rush. As a couple of successful businessmen put the capital around him to get him on the air in New York and then just throw the kid in the water and let's see what happens. And that was kind of their plan with me. Could you have an impact on a broader level, given where we're at as a culture, like what God has allowed you to do in Iowa? And I said, I have no idea, and I have no idea how to get there, but I'm always a house money. I'm playing with house money, kid born to the 15-year-old mom. All in, let's go. So we did, not knowing how it was going to turn out. I mean, if I, if I had to plot, pardon the pun, how to get to where I'm at right now on one of the largest platforms and alternative media I, I couldn't do it it's just literally happened literally people called me literally like I'd never met Glenn Beck in my life called me would you like to come on my show I read your book no I don't want 10 million people to hear about my book no of course not I mean that's literally what has happened to get me to this point of where I'm at and for a long time we thought it was to do the kind of show on a bigger scale and, and on a bigger platform than what I'm doing now. And that's that's certainly part of our mission. But after I watched the full rough cut of our film yesterday, I realized we came together 11 and a half years ago for this movie. That's why. Everything else has been in order to get us to the point of this film. 
because it is going to pro- produce a message. And there's just like when you watched their previous work unplanned and it starts off and you're thinking, oh no, because this is what I was thinking the first time I watched. I'm like, oh no, not another Christian movie, right? Cute family, wake up in the morning. You're like, oh no, this is not what I thought we were doing here. And then Abby walks into, walks into the OR there in the back. And after that scene, you realize, oh, this is not going to be like every other Christian movie I have seen. There is one of those moments very early in this film where you're like, oh no. And then you're like, oh, the tables have turned. This is, this is not going to be any other Christian movie I've ever seen. But here's the thing. There's, a, there's another juncture later in the film when you're like, now the turn tables. This is not like any horror film I have ever seen. And we have Flannery and his performance as well as the quality of the writing of the script to, to thank for that more than anything else. I cannot wait for you to see it. It will not be the feel-good movie of the season. You just need to prepare yourself for this. It is a warning. It is, pardon, another pun, Omen, which I happen to think is the greatest horror film ever made. And I was riveted watching this yesterday. Riveted. And I, I just can't wait for you to see it. And we're getting close. I would guess maybe another 30 to 40 days. I'll probably, we have our, uh, another conference call on Monday. And uh, I'm actually coming back from speaking in Chattanooga this weekend. So I'll take that call over my layover. And I'll have a better idea specifically of how much longer they think they need to finish now the musical scoring and things of that nature. And then... You know, we we just we were going Joe Flacco, man. Dude did not sign a contract heading into his contract year. Played it out, ended up winning Super Bowl. So it worked out for him, right? <clears throat> we don't have a distribution deal. We we want to make this film the way we want it to be made with the message we want conveyed. We don't want anybody coming in and watering it down because once it's a wrap, it's a wrap. And then we'll put it on the market and we'll see what God has in store. Who wants it? And He's gotten us this far through a lot of twists and turns, so I'm pretty confident here we're going to finish the race. But you have long, many of you, long wanted a movie that would communicate this message to a culture that is desperately in need of hearing it and receiving it. And this movie will do that. There was a result last night in the primary election that indicated and confirmed once again we are greatly in need of this warning and this message we are still too comfortable we are still resting on too many laurels of past generations who pledged their lives fortunes and sacred honors none of which we have yet pledged in our time to get us to this point. And this was a sobering but necessary reminder of what it will take to pass on this thing called liberty to another generation. That and more coming up next here in Aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away. What happened while we were away brought to you by a wild primary night. But we begin in Kansas, where a measure was on the ballot that would have opened the door for the state's legislature to alter the state's constitution to ban baby killing. 
With almost all votes counted as of this morning, the measure lost by nearly 18 points. Leftists in Kansas, in Kansas, were able to mobilize and motivate over a half million votes to save baby killing in the state, while only about 375,000 showed up to protect life. As of July, and according to the Secretary of State's office in Kansas, the GOP had nearly twice as many registered voters as Democrats in the state. Not even half the total number of registered Republicans in the state showed up to protect life yesterday. More voters showed up to support baby killing than the total number of registered Democrats. That's an abject embarrassment, and there's no way around it. In completely unrelated news, Chris Kobach won the GOP nomination for Attorney General of Kansas. If he wins election in November, he'll likely be one of the most pro-life attorney generals in the entire country. Moving on to other results in Michigan, Trump-backed gubernatorial candidate Tudor Dixon won her primary race and will take on Gretchen Whitmer in November. In Missouri, gubernatorial candidate and state attorney general Eric Schmidt beat out disgraced former Missouri Governor Eric Greitens in that GOP Senate primary. In Arizona, a couple of closely watched races came out well. Senate candidate Blake Masters won his primary. In the gubernatorial primary between former TV newswoman turned conservative firebrand Carrie Lake and her field of competitors, it was much closer than many polls predicted as of this morning. The race was too close to call, but it's looking like Lake should be able to close the deal. That's a primary roundup and moving on to a couple of other stories. Yale epidemiologist Harvey Risch, you may remember him for his advocacy of hydroxychloroquine, says he expects to see inquiries from insurance companies to COVID jab manufacturers regarding compensation to cover, quote, early unexpected mortality claims. He pointed out that insurers' actuaries estimated COVID vaccine recipients would, quote, live longer than they have based on misrepresentations about all-cause mortality from the original clinical trials. Risch made his comments to the independent news outlet Just the News. New CDC documents produced as a result of a lawsuit from America First Liberty show the CDC overtly asking Twitter to ban COVID skeptic Naomi Wolf. In a trove of emails released by the group, we see various CDC officials producing charts of tweets and links to tweets they deemed as quote-unquote misinformation and asked Twitter officials to mark the content as such. Included in the CDC's so-called claims of vaccine misinformation was one of Naomi Wolf's tweets stating she had heard from numerous women they had menstrual issues after receiving the jab. Of course, that's not misinformation, and it never was. Anthony Fauci, your thoughts? Well, the menstrual thing uh, is, is something that seems to be quite transient and, and temporary. That's the point. That's one of the points. Steve wanted me to mention he'll be a part of the third annual Vaccine Safety Awareness Marathon at WeThePatriotsUSA.org on Saturday, September 10th. The live-streamed marathon features guests like Pierre Corey, Peter McCullough, and others. Again, that's the Vaccine Safety Awareness Marathon at WeThePatriotsUSA.org on Saturday, September 10th through Sunday, September 11th. And finally, legendary broadcaster Vin Scully passed away yesterday at the age of 94. Scully was known for his work as the longtime voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers and painted a picture of many, many iconic moments in Dodger history, including this all-time great sports moment. In the bottom of the ninth inning in a 1988 World Series game against the Oakland A's, the inestimable Kirk Gibson, who had two injured legs, was called upon to pinch hit with two outs while they were behind 4-3. And look who's coming up. And all year long, he 
answered the demands until he was physically unable to start tonight with two bad legs, the bad left hamstring and the swollen right knee. Just trying to catch lightning right now. Three and two at the plate. And that's what happened while we were away. Remember watching that live? Yes, I do. Yeah. And that just an incredible moment. Aaron's montage brought to you by our friends over at Keeps. Gentlemen, if you are sensitive about your premature hair loss, well, Keeps will help you to keep your hair. That's why they call it. Uh, keeps. Uh, they offer doctor-recommended, clinically proven, research-backed treatments to stop your hair loss and improve hair growth. Keeps physicians help you select the right products and treatments for your specific condition and hair goals. And all of Keeps treatment plans are delivered straight to your door at about half the cost of a traditional pharmacy because they use the generic brands and versions of these medications as well. And you'll also uh, get huge savings on the back end. Half off your first order to get you started when you go to keeps.com slash grow. That's K-E-E-P-S for keeps.com slash grow. Stimulate hair growth, prevent hair loss, or just take better care of the hair that you already have. Keeps.com slash grow. All right, coming up, uh, we will have buy, sell, or hold, and then the weekly profit of woe and lamentation. Daniel Horowitz will be joining us here uh, to close out the program. Uh, In the shower this morning... I want you to know, I mean, I, I really, really um, prayed very hard to deliver the message I'm about to share with you in the right way. Because I, I, I don't want to crush you. And I want to honor the work so many of you are diligently doing for righteousness. But my inbox is full of people who are crushed by the results in Kansas last night. And make no mistake, I'm surprised, uh, very disappointed. But I'm, I'm here to tell you why I think that it is actually good news. It will not feel like good news. And that's why I want to I want to I want to deliver this message in an in an empowering way if I can. Because it will be difficult to accept. In our relationship, you know, you guys and us. I think we're, we're this moment, we're going to take a turn here. We're going to get to a new level of honesty. Because the moment kind of calls for it. A lot of you know why I don't 
I mean, you guys are at, I got emails from people asking me about the Michigan gubernatorial candidates. I don't know anything about any of them. And didn't, and by the way, I didn't try to know. Like it's, it's not that the information wasn't accessible. I literally tried not to know. I have, I know the one guy almost got arrested or they did arrest. I know that one guy they arrested. And I met one of them when I spoke up at uh, the Hillsdale GOP uh, a month and a half ago. Just met him for two seconds. But on purpose, I didn't attempt to get to know about any of them. I only got excited about Carrie Lake in Arizona because I heard her give a 45-minute interview to Daniel Horowitz. And you don't typically even agree to do that for 45 minutes if you're any kind of a poser because he'll pull your pants down, right? So... um on purpose, I don't know much about like any of these candidates, like in any of these races, and haven't even tried to know. And it's, it's because six years ago, I, I finally had to admit something to myself that I think a lot of you right now are suffering through PTSD because you're admitting it to yourselves now. And this won't be the most clickbaity thought. And it, it certainly won't own the lips. And it's not the stuff that has major syndicators calling you up and saying, we want to put you on 500 stations. But it's true. And I got into this business to tell the truth. The people are the problem. I didn't say those people. I said the people. The people are the problem. The people are the problem. There really aren't any red states. There are redder states than, say, California or New York or Connecticut by comparison. But by any other previous generation's definition of what a free and independent member of these United States would be. There are none. The closest one we actually have to an actual red state is Florida, whose governor today uh, openly advocated for malpractice lawsuits against doctors who will castrate boys and chest-bind daughters. You know, we often like to say around here, and this goes back to, you know, Andrew Breitbart, that politics flows downstream from culture. And that is true. But, you know, we never really define for you why that is true. <laughs> the reason why that is true is because there are very few people capable, once empowered, of doing what Ron DeSantis has done. He has moved that culture to the right. In Florida, culture flows downstream from politics. On the left, culture 
flows downstream from politics. They will act on their convictions with reckless abandon. Legislate things, legalize things that any previous sane generation of Western civilization, frankly, probably would have gone to war over, like literally. Literally gone to war over it. Taken up arms against their own government over it, probably. And previously any other era. But they would just do it. Knowing that if they just do it and ambush you with it, the frog in the boiling water will eventually say, as we dial the heat up little by little, eh, I'm accustomed to it, and won't jump out. That's what DeSantis is doing. And then the culture just reacts and responds in kind. That's what DeSantis has done. Now that rarely happens, though, on the right, which is why on the right, politics flows downstream from culture. Even in the way we oppose what's happening, that's true. Stop and think about, if you're in your 60s or your 70s, stop and think about right now the line we're drawing, the, 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 we, the, the place where we have finally dug in our heels and said here and no further is, whether, is with whether grown men with Adam's apples and functional penises should be physically competing against women and whether your quad pansexual teacher should be able to share her kinks and fetishes with her kindergarten class. Just stop for a moment. Stop for a moment. Forget all the noise and all the distractions and all the news. Stop for a moment and tell your 38-year-old self, or I'm 49 now, tell your 49-year-old self, go back, hop in the DeLorean with the doc and tell your 49-year-old self, now that you're 69, 79, that this would be the place where we would finally draw the lines. That sound would sound insane to you. And yet here we are. There's a clip going around about John Fetterman, the Democrat candidate for Senate in Pennsylvania, the state that may decide who controls the Senate this fall, openly saying that men should compete against women in sports and he's fine with it. How will you hold him accountable? By voting for Mehmet Oz, who was doing groomer TV shows a decade ago, advocating gender reassignments for kids long before most of us even knew what this was? That'll get him. That'll send a message. He's going to lose anyway, so it doesn't matter. He won't be held accountable. The people are the problem. We are the problem. And this is not new. Mike Pence is supposed to be your hero. The, the, the man who is personally pious is supposed to be your hero. That's what it looks like in a godly, righteous culture, but he's not. He's a coward. And so you're left with the godless, pale rider, Clint Eastwood hero, Donald Trump instead. And nothing, nothing good happens, frankly, if we're all being honest with each other. Nothing good really happens here on the right unless he has his hands in it somehow, some way, or helped, have his, helped by having his hands in it once before, like he did in watching Ron DeSantis. Your pleated khaki pastor with the perfect sweater vest and the, and the ideal family and his incredible devotion to his wife and the kids who you know never got in trouble 
that you're jealous of, he should be the one that's going to tell you what I'll be telling you here in the next few minutes. He should be. He should be the place where you go to learn the full counsel of God and truly what is at stake in the times in which you live. But he's not. And so God sent you here to me, the guy that nearly lost his marriage a couple of years ago, that struggles with Jesus' definition of monogamy, which is to not even look on a woman with lust, and still you know, wants to live in a seventh or ninth grade locker room. That guy won't do it. So he sent you to this show with all of my issues, because I will. Why'd God call a profane man like Samson to be a judge? Well, they didn't have Levite priests. They were failures. Why do the people cry out for a king? Because Israel's last judge, Samuel, does a, is a terrible father. And his sons are corrupt and profane and corruptly profane. They don't want to be ruled by them. Francis Schaeffer spent three decades teaching the church how to truly wage war. The son who bears his name has now spent the four decades since his father passed away, tearing down everything that his father built. There might not be a more downloaded pastor in America. Who's the guy in Minneapolis I'm thinking of? from desiring God, Aaron, what's John his name? Piper. Then John Piper. His son's out there doing atheist videos on YouTube right now. We're the problem. We're the problem. And we're going to have to come to grips with that. And what that means going forward, and I will address that when we return. Summer, of course, is cooler season. Not like in terms of the temperature, but coolers. Hanging out, going to the beach, grilling out. And then right after that, it'll be tailgate season. In fact, Aaron, we are, what, 48 hours away from the NFL Hall of Fame game? I know you're keeping track. Right? I'm more like 36. 36 hours. Yeah. Thank you very much. Because it's Wednesday. You're right. I thought it was Tuesday. You're right. It's Wednesday. So we go right from summer cooler season into cooler tailgate season. That's why you want to get a hold of our friends over at Tyga Coolers. All American made, lifetime warrantied, premium coolers. They do a great job with everyday coolers. You're not looking for anything too fancy. Or maybe you want something customized, you know, like going to all your kids' football games on Friday nights this fall. You want the kid on the uh, on the cooler. They can do that kind of stuff for you with customization at Tyga Coolers. They've done customized coolers for us that are cool. I'll show myself out. Anyway, uh, TaigaCoolers.com, T-A-I-G-A, TaigaCoolers.com, and use the promo code Steve when you when you go to checkout. You'll get a 10% discount if you do. TaigaCoolers.com, promo code Steve for 10% off. So here's what we're discussing. As Aaron noted in his montage a little bit ago, more, Kansas, more Kansans voted last night uh, for baby killing to remain in the state constitution than the total number of registered Democrats in the state. And that is significantly fewer. That means significantly fewer than half of the number of registered Republicans in Kansas showed up to protect babies. Aaron described this on Twitter as a freaking embarrassment, and it is, but it's because you think it's Kansas. It's just a 
place called Kansas. But it's, and there's some wheat fields there and they still play good basketball, but it's not Kansas. They, they sent Pat Roberts to the Senate years there. He was awful, an awful rhino, terrible, terrible. They have a Democratic governor now. If we are not willing to let go of our nostalgia, we can't win. That is our idol. Comfort and nostalgia are the two. The good news is they're going to take almost all of your comforts away from you. I mean, you can't give your middle school kid a Star Wars book now without finding out that uh, Obi-Wan's been retconned as bisexual, which is interesting from an order of Levite-like priests that aren't permitted to actually have relationship, romantic relationships, but here we are. So the good news is the struggles we're having with comfort are going to handle them, take care of themselves, because they're, they're going to assault all of your comforts. That's the plan. The nostalgia, though, will remain. And, that, and that, will, that will paralyze us. You are strangers in a strange land. You're not restoring anything. You're not saving anything. You're building something. There's a reason the vast majority of Republicans at Conservative Review have awful liberty scores. Because the people voting for them are awful. That's why they got votes. Think of what Arizona just went through. It's got an, it's got an invasion at its southern border. It's got an ongoing election integrity crisis that reared its ugly head again yesterday during the primary. You have a woman in, 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 in Cary Lake who has articulated a fairly bold DeSantis-like vision. Clear contrast. Well, now you know how John McCain and Jeff Flake got elected in Arizona all these years despite it being a quote-unquote uh-uh, red state. It's not. She barely won, man. Barely won. Which means without Trump's endorsement, she would not have won. If you're winning by two and a half points with Trump's endorsement, you weren't winning without it. You weren't going to win. We now, this is why I was excited about Roe v. Wade being overturned. Even though we told you on this show, that in and of itself wasn't going to end this massacre. But it removed this shibboleth. See, the way the spirit of the age does business is it loves obfuscation. It wants things murky, a lack of clarity. It does its best work in the shadows. And then once it has successfully disarmed you enough, then the clarity will come. See, that's what's happening in your culture now. How does my gay marriage impact your marriage was always going to end with, we're now going to teabag the children with drag queens at the library because that was always its intent. Gay marriage was the vanguard to get us to these points. That was always the intent. That's always where it was going to go. It was always going to go there. Always. 
You were just lied to. And then once they thought you were successfully disarmed enough, we start teabagging the kids out in the open. Here's the way the kingdom of God, I think, works. The, the spirit of the age will not provide you clarity until it has the advantage over you. The kingdom of God establishes clarity first and then from there seeks to take the advantage. It operates the exact opposite. We haven't wanted clarity really for a long time. We, we really haven't. Much of conservative media doesn't really want you to know what most Republicans think. Really doesn't want you to know. There's a reason Daniel Horowitz and Steve Dace are never getting invited to speak at a CPAC, guys. I had one of the most successful conservative books in the nation last year. I'm never getting, and I'm never, all these, the conservative speaker circuit, I'm never getting invited on there. Never in a million years. We have a top 50 podcast now. This could be top 10. I promise you. They'll never invite me. Why? Because I will say the thing. They know I will say the things they don't want to be said. They know it. There's other people that do that too. And they're already superstars. You know, Glenn would be one of those people. He's already a superstar. So they have to tolerate him. But they're never going to. They're going to do everything they can. So a show like this never gets to that level of stature. They don't want to tolerate anymore. They want control too. They want control of the narrative. Matt Schlapp and his people, they want to run their own pay-for-play scheme, just like what they run on the left. But those are our dollars and our banquets now. I watched a pastor's wife the first year I got a bunch of Iowa legislators elected. And we forced a vote on the Iowa House floor. Broke it out of a committee using a rule in the Iowa, Robert's Rules of Order in the Iowa legislature. And we brought life at conception, the Republican leadership, with the speaker, a fellow homeschool dad that I personally knew and personally lobbied. He would not allow a vote on life at conception because he didn't want people to know that there were many people within this new GOP legislature that weren't pro-life. So we forced that vote and we forced the bill out of the committee. And I watched... As a pastor's wife who had just gotten elected to the legislature, a pastor's wife named Renee Schulte, that was her name, and she ran out of that legislature so that she would not have to be on the record when the roll call was read, and it was time for her to vote. She's the pastor's wife. See, Roe v. Wade wasn't overturned because of 50 years of clever conservative scheming. No, that clever conservative scheming is why it took 50 damn years to overturn it. No, God allowed it to be overturned now so that you and I would have clarity. Thinking maybe you're ready to truly see the truth now. Maybe you're really ready to see truly how outnumbered you are now. That you might be approaching the level of conviction it will take for the times in which we live. So let's remove the tourniquet and the blindfold and truly see now where everyone stands. See, that's why we were excited about Roe v. Wade being overturned because the shibboleth is destroyed. So now let's get to the truth. Clarity, clarity. The spirit of the age doesn't want you to have clarity. The kingdom of God will not move without it. Will not move without it. 
Jesus says, first, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And then you get to enjoy what he has to offer. You will get the clarity first. We have denied that to you in conservative media for many years. Because there's a lot of money to be made in not providing you that clarity. And I can't sit here and tell you that if I had been anything close to this successful many years before this, that I wouldn't have been part of the problem. Thank God that he denied me that success so that I would come to this point and stage in my career where I will tell you the things many others won't because they don't want to risk their success. I don't really have much success to risk. This last year, I made more money than I've ever made. I'll just tell you what I made. All my speaking engagements, book sales, the movie being translated, I made about 300K last year. That's like, oh, that's over double anything I've ever made in my life up until this point. And it would still put me on the low end of what most people in this business make. With shows rated about as high, if not higher than mine. God will not move without the truth leading the way. Will not. He doesn't care about our schemes, our plans, our, our ideas. But the truth. The truth has to lead. And the truth is, Kansas hasn't been a red state for decades. And neither is Georgia. And neither is South Carolina with a closeted homosexual senator. At least one of them anyway. And Trey Gowdy, who's on Fox used to be your congressman now arguing, well, do you want uh, you want due process now or school shootings now? So take the due process away. He literally just said this on Fox News over the weekend. Just literally said, it. I mean, I can get that from Rachel Maddow, guys. But he was your, remember when he was the new conservative thing because he pissed Hillary Clinton off once, remember that? Bankrolled that all the way into a gig on Fox just to sell you out from the great state of South Carolina. Red state. Except it's not. There aren't any. There's only one that's actually close, and it's Florida because of the power of its governor. We're not one either. We're redder than Texas, but we're not a red state. We're going to send three Republican members to Congress this fall that don't believe in marriage. Can I edit you on one thing you said there? Because your words have been so powerful before that, it's not the power of a governor. It's the clarity. Thank you. Exactly. That's where the power and that's comes where the power from. comes from. Yes. Right on, brother. That's a good edit. Amen. Thank you. We need this lesson, folks. You need to let go. We all need to let go of this last bit of nostalgia. The country we love is gone. Something else that resembles it in terms of traditions and values and mission can be remade, but it will have to be remade. And I don't believe that we are capable of the level of conviction it will take to truly victoriously confront the spirit of the age unless we let go of this nostalgia. Here's the great irony. The only way to once again make this an exceptional country is for you and I to accept that it is no longer an exceptional country. It's just a country. It's just a country. And it still might be the best place in the world to live and probably is, but that's not because it's uniquely great. 
it just sucks less than everywhere else. The nostalgia will kill us because you won't take the level of confrontational posture within the Republican Party that will be necessary for you to take control of it or to even establish something new. If we keep holding on to nostalgia, you won't even fight the French Revolution, let alone the American Revolution. You'll be like a French soldier just waiting for the next L. We're not just patriots anymore. We're pilgrims. And remember, the pilgrims, they weren't fleeing the Moors. They weren't fleeing the Druids, the Visigoths. They fled their countrymen who belonged to the same church they did and read out of the same Bible they did and spoke the same language and had all the same customs. They were the people putting them in prison, their neighbors. Your founding fathers, they didn't issue a declaration of independence against the Moors, the Visigoths, Indian savages. They're countrymen from the same language customs that they grew up in. And now we have come full circle and this is where we are now. If we accept this truth, we can win. Because it will toughen us and it will convict us to the level of aggression that will be needed to successfully confront this. And confront is always an action verb. If we hold on to this nostalgia and continue to be disappointed that we saw more and more alleged red states disappoint us, we will lose because the time is short the time is short there isn't a generation to turn this around there's like right now right now right now might be 10 years five years six months i don't know how long right now is i just know it's not 40 years i know it's not that let the nostalgia go Embrace the clarity. Accept the truth of where we are. Don't practice self-delusion. Don't be a trans patriot. A trans Christian. A trans believer. Be a real one. And that starts with being real about where we really are. We are behind. Badly. Thankfully, the game's not over yet. And we serve a God who walks out of a grave alive. We will come back with hour two. Buy, sell, or hold is next. All right, let's lighten up things here just a little bit. 
buy, sell, or hold coming your way in just a matter of moments. Don't forget, you can let us know what you think about what we think via the stevedace.com inbox by emailing the show, steve at stevedace.com. That's D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook, MeWe, Parlor, and Gab. You can follow me at Steve Dace Show on Twitter, Getter, TikTok, and Instagram. And then you can also look for me over on Trump's Truth Social at Real Steve Dace. Again, that's at Real Steve Dace on Truth Social. And then you can look for clips uh, for the show that are both free of censorship and free of cost. When you go to rumble.com slash Steve Dace Show. Once more, that's rumble.com slash Steve Dace Show. For those of you that listen to us via podcast, thank you. You are a huge part of uh, our audience and our show's growth. And we would just ask, if you've not yet done this, leave us a five-star review. If you have a question that you would like us to consider in a future Ask Me Anything, simply put that into your five-star review. And if you do, it'll go to the front of the line for consideration by Todd for being answered on air for the next AMA. So thanks to all of you that have left us those five-star reviews as well as hit subscribe or follow. We appreciate each and every one of you. This part of the show brought to you by our friends over at Patriot Mobile. We are constantly reminded just how much corporate America in all too many places is against our values, which is why when you really have an opportunity to not sacrifice quality at all uh, to and to do business with a company that not only doesn't hate you, but shares your values, make sure you take full advantage of it. And thankfully, there is one place we all can do that because we all pretty much have to have a mobile phone to function in modern society these days. So make the switch now to our friends at Patriot Mobile. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Steve. That's patriotmobile.com slash Steve or call them at 972-PATRIOT. If you're a veteran or first responder, let them know when you go to make the switch. They'll give you even more savings as a way of saying thank you for your service. For the rest of us with the offer code Steve my name you can get a free activation when you go to patriotmobile.com slash steve or 972 patriots the number and i know what you're thinking i'm gonna lose signal strength with very limited exceptions you probably won't because everybody uses the same towers these days or you're thinking oh it'll be a big hassle to make the switch i thought the same thing and it wasn't they handled it with a plum all right so patriotmobile.com slash steve or 972 patriot and with that let us get to some buy, sell, or Lindsay. This is where each week on one of our more popular segments we do, you and the audience determine what Todd and I will be uh, debating, considering. We're going to buy that. No topic is off limits. Are we buying that? Are we selling that? Once per episode, if you put a hold on something because it's for any reason other than how that even get on the air, even I am too smart to answer that then you will literally have to hold Lindsay or let Lindsey Graham, Todd, hold you. No? Then let us Is proceed. Todd the big spoon there or Lindsay? That's true, Todd. Pitchers so or pitchers or catchers reporting so, when Todd and so Lindsay get together. That's how this half hour is going to go. That's that's how it's going. Yeah, that's how it, it that's how it's already gone. Yes. Um we're going to begin with this. We had a lot of submissions along these lines. Okay. This is from Paul. Most people would rather have Steve's dark epiphanies in their heads than the image of Steve in the shower in their heads. <laughs> um, I just, you know, the idea for nefarious came in the shower. My epiphanies come in the shower because it's one of the few places in a given day where, it, uh, you know, there's nothing no external. outside stimuli. Yeah, no, yeah. that's a good way of putting it. Yes, where I, I'm kind of, it's just me uh, and 
uh, maybe I'm open to listening more than I am at other times during the day. So believe me, it was not my intent to sicken anybody with that visual. Bye. Next, we go to Alaska is cold, who says, given success of pro-abortion referendum in Kansas, Democrats will make abortion their number one message for the midterms. That'll fail. Uh, I agree with both of these. Actually, I could see this or being among their their top messages for sure, um, because they won't have anything from an economic standpoint uh, to really run on. Um, so I think this is actually pretty good political analysis. And I think because they don't have anything good political or economic to run on that it will fail for that reason. I mean, what, what you learned in Kansas, cause I think the, the dots that Aaron connected there, Todd were key. So you're going to, uh, you're going to nominate and a guy who will get elected because he's now the Republican nominee and Chris Kobach, uh, who will be a very stridently pro-life attorney general. While at the same time, you left this in your constitution by a pretty overwhelming margin as well. And that's because most of America wants abortion severely restricted. They don't want the opportunity to erase what they consider to be a mistake or an inconvenience, though, completely taken away. Most of America has the Stephen Douglas position, not the Abraham Lincoln position. Who won that argument, by the way, the last time we had it? Uh, ultimately, Lincoln. Ultimately, Lincoln did, yeah. But ask yourself, you want to, since we're asking difficult questions, can I ask another one? Okay. If we had to... If we had to pass the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments, the package of amendments that were passed after the Civil War, if we had to pass them democratically by popular vote, how many, how many Northerners? Wait, wait, you mean uh, the, the black family has to live in my street? They can live, they can go wherever they want? See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Slavery is really bad, but wait, you guys are gonna you're gonna move into my hood? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because we were still fighting segregation and everything well into the 20th century, guys. So this again is not new. It is it is not new that we at first want to take the Stephen Douglas position and not the Abraham Lincoln one. But Lincoln won the argument. And so he's gonna have to win it again. Bye. Next, Brad Bingham says, R.C. Sproul was the greatest Protestant Christian communicator and teacher of the 20th century. Yes, even more so than Francis Schaeffer and Billy Graham. I will buy because I'm, it, this is one of those things where you could come up with several names that I think you would have equal claim or maybe greater claim in some of your opinions. But it's, it's also a name, though, that if you threw that out there, I wouldn't instantly recoil at it and think, oh, that's not even close to true. So I'll kind of answer this the way I do a lot of our Mount Rushmores or the big lists. As long as there's not an obvious no way that belongs there, you know, given how subjective a lot of that is and how many, uh, how diverse the options are, I'll buy. Mm, I will, uh, I mean, far be it for me to declare who the greatest protestant communicator is i will sell just to throw in a curveball uh and i don't think i'm taking it beyond what i assume you intended it to be you had a more narrow interpretation but broadening it just to make it interesting how about mlk jr hmm. by the way god is more mature than i than i am i would have taken that opportunity to troll the heck out of out of protestants if i was him <laughs> by the way fun fact may not be true anymore i don't know but rc sproul jr used to be a big fan of this show <laughs> crazy mm -hmm. next we have a list this is from 79 model chris the most memorable movie deaths 
Gen X Dude Edition. That's the seventies through the nineties. Oh, ready? Th- this should be good. Number okay. number fifteen. This is a fifteen. Wow. A fifteen um, point list here. Brooks and Shawshank Redemption. Get busy living. Get, get busy, busy dying. dying. Yeah, how about you? Bet. Um, Colonel uh, Podovsky, am I saying that right? Uh, the Hilo fight in Rambo 2. I haven't seen that in so long, man. I don't. I can't remember. It says yeah. it's so far down the list. But, 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 it but, but it's so far down yeah. the list, and it's Rambo. I'll buy. Okay. okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Johnny Rinko in Tombstone. I'm feeling you. Oh. Yeah. Gosh. If if that's number thirteen. I know. Holy cow. I know this should be a good list. Yep. Walter Donovan in The Last Crusade. Oh, drinking the cup, of course. Oh, yeah, That's okay, yeah, okay, I had to think about that one for a second, yeah. I'm in, bye. Uh, number 11, Russell in Independence Day. That's uh, Randy Quaid's character? I believe so. That flies yeah. into the uh, mothership? Yeah, love I'm this in. list. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. This is a good list so I'm far. Yes. yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, number 10, Gennaro the Lawyer in Jurassic Park. Uh, uh, that's... We may that, have We may have. No, no, I, I mean, I, we, my youngest and I just watched this again, because she hadn't seen the, she's 12, she hadn't seen the original, but she's seen the Jurassic World ones. I, and I promised her, because she's like, oh, is this old? I said, I promise you this one holds up. And she agreed, it did. I, this is a fun scene, but it's, it. Not a that, top this 10. is like a number 15 or something. It's not better than Johnny Ringo or anything like that. So I will, I'm going to sell, but overall this list is so good that yes. we ain't mad at you. Yeah. Number nine, T-800 in Terminator. That's the, um... Um, that's her love interest, Linda Hamilton's love interest, right? Or no, well, no T-800 is him. It, or him, him, yeah, because yeah. the love interest is actually... Michael the, Bain Michael is Bain Johnny Ringo. Johnny Ringo, yeah. Wow, he's yeah. everywhere. Yeah, he was everywhere from like 1984 yeah. to 1988, yeah. yes. Okay. Number eight, all the Nazis at the end in Raiders of the Lost Ark. All the Nazis die, you had me at hello. There yeah. You yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we could have... I'm, I would be okay with having that be like all of the list. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, number seven, Quint in Jaws. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about the 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 proto. I'm gonna do yeah, my the, first the, Spanish ladies. The yes. original summer blockbuster. Yes. I mean, the idea of a summer blockbuster yes. movie season originated with Jaws. So yeah, yes. absolutely. Okay. When is Shark Week? That's always like the last. At, like the, the very last. end of July, isn't it? Last week of July. Oh, really? Has it? Is it already passed? Yeah, okay. I think it passed. I'm, I could be wrong, but I um, thought so. Number six, Hans Gruber. Oh, yeah. yeah of course. Of course. Yes. Of course. Number five, Goose. Yep. Yeah, I mean. Yep. Yeah, absolutely, That's, man. Yeah, yes. definitely a top five. Spock and the Wrath of Khan at number four. This This has to be number one. I mean, I think it's the greatest dude death in the history of cinema. I, I can still quote it verbatim. All right. The 40th anniversary edition, by the way, coming out in September as a Fathom event. Can we count on you? Count on me to what? To be there. To go. The 40th anniversary of Wrath of Khan. I mean, Absolutely, dude. I am, so, I am so freaking there for that. You bet I am. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm fine with it being top five, but to me, it's it's a clear number one. It is... One of, I, th- I think, one of the greatest movie scenes of all time. Period. Number three, William Wallace. Yeah. But yeah this is why yeah. what yeah. you just said is very arguable because there right. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Freedom. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Number two, Kane, an alien. Is that game over, man? Um, this not is sure. not number two. Or is, no, that's aliens. Aliens, the first one. Yeah. So is Kane the one when he comes out of the? Is that the guy that he comes out of his stomach sure, the first time? No. All right. The fact that we don't know means yeah. that it should yes. not be that high on the list. So I'm going yeah, to sell. I'm selling. And it certainly shouldn't be higher than Wrath of Khan. Number one, Darth Vader. 
I mean, I'm fine with this being yeah. number one. Great list, yeah. man. I mean, great it, list. It's a great list overall, brother. Absolutely. Well done. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, fun going, fun recounting, recant, recounting those deaths. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. We are the show to have fun With ranking death. deaths. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, F.U. Paladin says if President DeSantis or Trump doesn't pardon all or most of the January 6th prisoners in the first month in office, they are signaling a failed presidency. Uh, I will buy. Uh, to me, every nonviolent January 6th protester should be pardoned. Full pardons, not just commutations. Full pardons day one. Bye. Bye. Next, we go to Alaska's cold double dipping. Deshaun Watson's suspension will be extended to a year. Sell. Because that's basically another, what, seven weeks of this being in the news. So the way this works now with the collective parking agreement, for you guys maybe that don't know this, the way the NFL used to do punishment is the... The commissioner could be judge, jury, and executioner. He was given that power in the CBA. With the new CBA, the way it works now is they go to an independent third party. And the league office presents its findings. That player's uh, representation presents its findings. And then a binding arbitrator, a federal judge, then makes their ruling. Okay. Um, Now, the league, if it finds the punishment too lenient, is allowed to appeal And the appeal goes to the commissioner and the commissioner can then overrule the judge. But now the, the, the players association can now sue the league office to go back to the original punishment when before they had no other recourse beyond the commissioner. Right. And so there's more checks and balances here. I believe what will happen is that the league, the the league that Goodell will absolutely add to the suspension to make it look as if they did everything they could to punish him especially because the federal judge found in her ruling that the league proved its case that he did commit these acts against these uh, masseuses. Did you know that? The, the, the federal judge admitted this in her ruling, mm-hmm. that the league did prove he was guilty of what they were accusing him of, that he was guilty of it. What, the reason I think criminal charges were never brought is it's a very subjective line you get into probably in these kinds of cases where if we're not dealing with him literally putting his hand on his, your hand on his genitals and, and assaulting you in that way, when is overtly and repeatedly propositioning a woman, when is it assault? When is it you're a creep? When is it pursue? I think that's probably what prosecutors thought is if we go down that rabbit hole, can I definitively prove that to a jury? Everybody might have a different idea of what, you know, is coming on too strong and what's just you're an absolute creep who should be in handcuffs. But in this case, the federal judge found that the league did prove its case against Deshaun. Because of that, I think the league will attempt to suspend him more. I don't know if it'll be a full season. I think the CBA will, or the Players Association will attempt to uh, appeal. And I don't know how long that appeal process is. I'm, I'm going to sell... As I think this through, I don't think they'll ask for a full year, but I think they will at least ask for nine games, more than half of a season. So I do think the league will try to add to it, but I don't think they'll go full year. You're selling, Todd. I'm I'm selling, yeah. I think we're going to get into the, move on into the middle of the meat of the season and they'll watch his absence there and there's going to be some sort of speech and contrition planned and... People are going to move on. What do you think of Clay Travis at Fox Sports, his position, that he doesn't think leagues, and he's an attorney, for those of you that know, mm-hmm. 
he thinks leagues should not be able to punish players at all if they haven't been found guilty of something in a criminal court. I disagree with that. Okay. Yeah, I have no problem. I mean, the the this guy is creepy. But see, I think th- sooner or later the number uh, it it can cut both ways. It proves that he's a really big creep, but it also proves that th- this was like a, a scenario wide open for the picking, which is why these women also, and I say it without apology, all took the money. This is, a, mm-hmm. I mean, folks, let's 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 just be real here. I, I think going for more games is going to run into that issue sooner or later. You can bring it if you bring a hundred women, but you can't prove a crime. You're just saying this. This is a cesspool that everybody traded in, and there was a price point for getting involved in all this. Yeah, this is just. Cr- Guys, we have some and, bra- and, we, have, we we have breaking news. I'm sorry to interrupt. What do you got? Does it have to do with the list? Joe Biden has tested positive for COVID-19 again. Oh yeah. Again. Again. I'm sorry, Aaron. Go ahead. Do you remember? Um, this has been a few months ago. I believe it was either the I think it was the CDC. Yeah, it was the CDC came out with some kind of urgent guidance on Paxlovid, on rebound cases yes. from Paxlovid yep. that you needed to isolate, uh, severely isolate for a much longer period of time. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Speaking of the list that we went through, somebody on Twitter said, how is Sonny Corleone's death not in that? Hmm. Does that rise to the top 15? I mean, I, I would think Vito's would actually be there before Sonny's. But Sonny's is very memorable. Is it like at a parking lot? If I remember right, he oh, gets he shot, shot up, up toll at like booth. a toll, yeah. toll booth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, that is a fantastic. And he comes stumbling out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and James Con just passed away too. So yeah, that that would be worthy of being on there as well. Of yeah. course, it, on your breaking news front, I can't help but like it. I have no problem believing it's true because he's taken that shot so much and his immune system is shot. Also, what what if they're like just saying this to ease him out of the presidency? Uh, I think you should consider at this point that everything is being yeah. done. I mean, we had multiple members of the New York congressional delegation on national TV yesterday either say that they don't think he's going to run again or they're not ready to endorse him running again. So I think you should consider that all of this is being done as a narrative to kick him to the curb and claim that they've rebooted things after what hap- what's likely to happen in the midterms. I agree. <sighs> Next up. Caleb FF Champ Hammer says, Mount Rushmore of play-by-play announcers. Oh, here we go. Okay, good stuff, too. Vin Scully. Oh, absolutely. Maybe the greatest play-by-play announcer of all time. And people forget that you're talking about a guy that did golf, did the NFL for many years. Mostly mm-hmm. known for the Dodgers, which, uh, but but yeah, he still and, did a lot of NBC Game of the Week and in, in their World yeah. Series coverage. Yeah. The Montana to Dwight Clark NFC Championship game. I believe he called that game for yeah, CBS. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, Jack Buck. Oh, yeah. Jack Buck's call of that event, too, with Gibson is incredible. Yeah. I don't I believe, don't believe what but I, I just saw. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I believe he belongs there, too. Mm-hmm. Al Michaels, who I did not know until, like, last year that he's the one who called the miracle on ice. Yeah, what? Well, he, it's his I age. didn't know. I didn't know that. That happened, like, 15 years before he was wow. born, man. I didn't know that that was him. I... I the first I knew of him was Monday Night Football on ABC. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame you for that. That's wow. your that's that's, that's your generation. Amazing. I don't blame you for that, and I think he belongs on the list. 
Absolutely. I mean, who's who's done more? Who's had a more diverse array of big events? I mean, he's done know. the World he's, Series. Yeah. He's he's done all that stuff. He's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. He's very, very good. Yeah. Also, he's, also a pretty right wing. Really? By the way, I didn't realize that. that. Yeah, he is. Uh, Keith Jackson. Well, you guys know what I think. Whoa, Whoa. Nelly. Yeah. You guys know what I think, man. I I mean, I every time we get to this time of year and and football's around the corner, I miss the voice of Keith Jackson. That's you bet. My childhood, you my bet. my teenagehood, my adulthood. I mean, I I just I literally, you know. It's like a voice from heaven, a voice from Rama cries out, and it's Keith Jackson calling a college football game. So, And he also did World Series and stuff for yeah. ABC back in the day, yeah. too. Yeah. Good I mean, list. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, you could... Howard Cosell, Harry Doyle slash Bob Euchre. There's... Uh, what a fun... The, the B list would be a lot of fun to put together, too. Before we uh, finish up here with Buy, Siller Hold, a reminder about Rough Greens. If you are a pet owner, you love your puppy... Uh, but that also means it needs more than just food and water. Its health and happiness is important to you. And you can add to it by giving it the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients it needs that was likely stripped out of the food you're feeding it when you uh, bought it at the store. And that's what they do with the people food. That's why we have to take so many supplements these days. And now there's a supplement for your pet as well called Rough Greens. You mix it in with your pet's food. And with that one act, you restore the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients likely that food is missing. But you might be wondering, how well I know if my dog likes it, will it make a difference? Certainly don't want to be wasting money in the Let's Go Brandon economy, right? That's why we give you the first 14-day Jumpstart bag for free to see if you don't see a difference in your pet in two weeks or less when you go to roughgreens.com. R-U-F-F. The bag is free. You just pay for the shipping, but the bag is on us to give it a shot. Roughgreens.com, or you can call them at 833-ROUGH-DOG. Next up, we will go to come and see the violent, uh, violence inherent in the system. Who says wow. Pfizer and that's big, a name? Yeah, that's uh, from uh, Monty Python uh, and the Holy Grail. Pfizer and big government could not have established COVID stand without decades of premeditation, preparation, and prototyping. Bye. Yeah, absolutely. Next up. We will go to more be us who says the AFC West will be the toughest conference in the NFL this year. I mean, look at the quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, you've got, I mean, if Justin Herbert's the third best quarterback in your division, I mean, if, if, um, I always forget which car brother he is. is Derek, David, right? Derek, Derek Carr. Derek. If Derek Carr's the, clearly he's, and he's clearly the fourth best quarterback in the division. He's probably a top 15 quarterback in the NFL. Okay, so uh, I absolutely buy that. You bet. I mean, those divisional games in that division this year, it's gonna it's gonna look like what the AFC West looked like when we were kids back in the day, when the Seahawks and the and the Raiders and um, who else am I thinking of? Uh, well, the Chargers were good too. You had Plunkett and Fouts and Richard and, Todd. And, and Richard Todd was in. Well, you're you're thinking of the Jets. Richard Todd, oh, no. Dave Craig. Dave Craig, excuse and, uh, me. And who yes. was the lefty before Craig that was thrown to large? Jim Zorn. Jim Zorn, yeah. yeah. I mean, that that division, good luck with that one, Aaron, with your Chiefs, man. Good luck. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I, they'll be good. I'm just not as high on them as I have been for obvious reasons. Uh, Grant Isaski says, one more reason Trump will not run is because Melania will not want to deal with another grueling campaign, four more years of constant beratement. And worrying about her "quote unquote" friends recording her conversations to leak to the press again. I can only pray she has that power. I don't believe she has any any semblance of that influence whatsoever. So, So, yeah. Next, 
We have Austin, California, and New York will mandate monkeypox vaccines for schools this fall. Yes, by they will do anything and everything you allow them to do to you and your children. All of it. Yep. All of it. Bye. Next is TXDT, who has four predictions for the NFL season. The Bills win the Super Bowl. That's I could see that. They're probably the betting favorite right now or certainly are. up there. Yeah, yeah. They are. are they really? Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Okay, Pretty bye. clearly, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Justin Herbert wins the MVP. I could see that too. Yep. I could see it. Nothing crazy. Bye. Yeah. I got it. Uh, Baker Mayfield wins Comeback Player of the Year. I I could see this too. I mean, if you followed Baker his entire career, getting kicked at the curb and doubted like this, the worst thing and that can happen to a guy to, like him is to just be feted and paid a bunch of money and given a bunch of I endorsements. I think he's underrated. I really do think he's underrated. He didn't really have the most stable of uh, environments in in Cleveland, obviously, because they're the Browns. But, but at the same time, I mean, look at look at the way that he handled getting kicked to the curb and being traded to Carolina versus another Oklahoma quarterback in the the clause added to his contract about making sure you're actually watching film. I mean, he looks like an actual adult. See, I think the sell in the look at the Browns. What they they we just got done talking about what they were willing to trade into, not knowing how long this guy might get suspended to replace him. There is there's something uniquely and and he was clearly in Baker was injured last year. Mm-hmm. That's why he was one of the reasons why he was having. So you could. You could say it's got to be better next year, but there's so, he's not Baker is not that guy in the commercials, which are very charming commercials where he lives. I agree there. that he's not. He is a yep. uniquely uncoachable. They don't like him. He's a problem. He does. He's not growing up. That I, I, which he, is why I, I could see this scenario actually being perfect for him. Keep in mind, one Browns quarterback has won a playoff game in the NFL since Bernie Kosar. Okay, one. Yeah. No, there was another guy. They won. A, they won one playoff game one year with Belichick in the late '90s. So now we're only going back 30 years instead of 40. Right. So one Browns quarterback this century has won a playoff game, and it's him. Keep that. I in don't mind think too. he sucks. I just think he's a problem to coach. I, think I agree it's with you. Clear. I completely agree with all of that, which is why I think this level of banishment to a remote outpost called Carolina, this sort of having your 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 your. Uh, your wings clipped so publicly, I think it might be the best thing for him. All right, last one. Um, Lamar Jackson throws for fewer than 20 TDs and throws for more than 10 interceptions. Oh, I'll sell. Yeah, I'll sell as well. Only way he gets fewer than 20 TDs, he gets hurt. And um, they don't have him throw the ball downfield enough to risk a bunch of interceptions. So, And he's also in a contract year. Now, I think he's going to... Burn it up, actually. That poor guy is absolutely one of the greatest victims currently of getting screwed over by 24-7 sports talk. Like, nothing else to do but the ranking of the quarterbacks. This guy's... How many years has he been in the league? He's He's got the... Heisman, he's got an MVP. Right. No, he's he is not Tom Brady. We get that. Let's... But... I, I You're just... You, you are so boring, sports talk... The guy is outstanding. He has maxed out his potential as fast as you could have just about yeah. any quarterback. And yes, in the playoffs, good quarterbacks lose every single season. You just bet. can all of you go away? I'm, I'm with you completely. I'm completely with you. Basically, 
a bigger, stronger, faster Fran Tarkenton is what is kind of his game, or a Vince Young that can that was a more accurate uh, thrower of the ball down the field and go with that too if you want. It's fun to watch. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. He's, he's yeah. Uh, the analog is Mike Vick, but I think he's uh, smarter in terms of taking hits. He's a Mike. lot bigger than Vick too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dean Jones. One last one, quick, uh, quickly. Uh, Dean Jones says Brittany Griner is being treated better than the so-called insurrectionists held okay. in the DC Bet. But yeah. Bet. Great. Yeah, that's a great, great. place. That's a great place to end it. Bet on that. Yes. Bet for sure. That's that's buy. an easy buy. You bet. We've got enough left over for the overtime that's today. Right. Yep. Okay. Looking forward to that. If you want to watch bonus buy seller hold or any of our other great stuff that we do on Blaze TV exclusively, including uh, the unsafe or uncensored uh, that we did on the COVID, the unsafe COVID vaccines that aired last week. All of that available right now on blazetv.com slash dace and use the promo code dace there while you're there at blazetv.com slash dace. You'll get a discounted subscription to everything we do behind the paywall at Blaze TV. Speaking of that uh, vac special we did, Little Birdie tells me viewership for that thing was off the charts last week. So that's good to hear. Goes to show. There's only two things humanity truly censors, truly censors, perversion and the truth. And since it's clear social media is fine with perversion, that only leaves the other option, right? right? Well, what the viewership of our Vax special showed last week is there is an absolute uh, appetite for some truth out there. We'll get to more of it with Daniel Horowitz, the prophet of woe and lamentation when we return. If you're looking for an air purifier that works, look no further than the best-selling Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier that uses proven oxy technology. I don't know what that means. Um, here's what I do know, though. I know that it works. I don't know how it works, okay? I don't know what oxy technology is, and I don't understand how it can work with uh, without any filters at all. I did ask, and they gave me a great explanation. I just went to public school, so I don't understand like any of it, okay? Uh, but I do know that it works because I have... Well, I've put it to work in my own home. Uh, Poker night, both with my buddy Mike, who is literally flatulence incarnate. Um, And then uh, also with a teenage son who has now gone from, you know, football offseason conditioning to actual camp. So, you know, with uh, what he's bringing home, particularly in the heat we have going on right now, there are some... Well, interesting smells. And we put the Eden Pure air purifier to the test, and it did the trick in our home. So chances are it can do the trick in yours as well. Save 200 bucks on a pack of three. Save 200 bucks on a pack of three and get sh- free shipping. Shipping is free. 200 bucks off on a pack of three when you get it at EdenPureDeals.com. E-D-E-N, just like it sounds. EdenPureDeals.com. And then at checkout, use the discount code Steve3. Steve3 at checkout at EdenPureDeals.com to get the special. You know, I've been meaning to ask because this has been going on for a little while is mike a little taken aback after the last month of this fame no, or is he I mean, like up the ante is he really going to bring the pain next time i did notice that he did seem to and i made uh, it was i won the previous month so i had to provide refreshments for this month that's the way it works i i i grilled turkey burgers for everybody i did notice though that uh he did go a little bit lighter on the plate this past month uh, so Maybe we have uh, shamed him into, into some level of self-awareness, perhaps, but I guess we'll see. Let's bring in the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation, our good friend Daniel Horowitz. It's good to see you, my friend. How are you? 
We're doing as good as a QR code could be doing, Steve. A week from now, <laughs> nice. A week from now, we won't give any details yet, but I have been teasing here and there throughout the course of the last few months a project that you and I have collaborated on, and we are going to announce it one week from today. You ready for this? Oh boy, Steve. I don't know if I'll ever be ready. <laughs> I think I think this this thing is gonna blow people's minds. That's what I think. I mean I I I think it's it's this is gonna wreck people to see what we have put together here. Am I blowing it out of proportion? Steve, it's definitely in proportion. The question is, are our minds dulled from the clot shots from the food that we eat from the transhumanism that our souls, mind and body are so damaged. But if they're not at that critical mass yet, it's got to do that because Steve, what's taking place is about a lot more than there's too much taxes. The Democrats have another bill that's taxing and spending and there's inflation and there's a recession. No, no, no. Th that's, that's not what we're facing. What we're facing is something so much bigger that is not in the future. It has arrived. And those aforementioned uh, negative results, negative um, attributes to a, an economy, a recession, inflation, spending, those are the most minor symptoms of that. So I think it's the that that we need to discuss. Along those lines, the president of the United States has now tested positive for COVID again happened again just about a half an hour ago this was announced again now we were told the the rebound that's what they're calling it rebound covid the rebound covid rate for paxlovid was under two percent and yet this is now the second rebound covid that the guy getting arguably the greatest health care in america has received in the last few weeks what are the odds of that? Because I promise you they're a lot higher than 2%. Well, Steve, I didn't get any clot shots or Paxlovid. And a couple weeks ago, I got COVID for the first time. No one noticed because I didn't stop working. And um, I barely had any symptoms and was negative after four days. So it's interesting that it takes that long, double paxed, double masked, and double vaxxed or boosted. Um Steve, I want you to imagine and your listeners to imagine if the entire Republican Party and their noise machine would have been banging away this week of the failure and perfidy of Pfizer that the more you inject, the more you infect, which seems to now apply to their uh, therapeutic, which is a great business model if you think about it. Think about our ability to not just take down the mandates and say we're going to block the NDAA and the budget bill unless – the commander in chief of the military that is mandating this very failed shot on our soldiers gets it, but to really destroy Pfizer and the degree of information we now have on the Pfizer documents, just this week, a bunch of stuff came out just nefarious as anything open as anything. Uh, the, the sudden adult death syndrome, what imagine what the world would look like if you had Kavanaugh defense level Republican unity behind this issue and yet it almost never happened i mean a couple republicans here and there will have a snide remark about biden but that's about it that's my biggest takeaway there's been a lot of talk about re repealing blanket immunity for big pharma 
And I, I, I know you and I would agree with that. Something I learned, though, today for the first time, and, it, and I verified it, it's true. There are only two countries on Earth right now that allow pharmaceutical companies to directly advertise over the air in public to citizens. New Zealand, which maybe had the most draconian lockdown in the world, and the United States. Why, not ju- why don't we start with that? Because how much of the news blackout is really about blanket liability? And how much of it is they just bought all these people off? I mean, can you watch a spot break in America that doesn't, that isn't, particularly for a sporting event these days, and football season now just around the corner, you're going to see it even more. Does, does Pfizer sponsor the world? The world brought to you by Pfizer, okay? What if we, what if we just cut that spigot off and removed any good old-fashioned craven before we get into the cultic mentality with big pharma and vaccines and everything else that we've seen here the last year and a half why don't we take the most low-lying fruit craven basic instinct temptation away to start and just say they can't advertise publicly to any longer like what happens in almost every other country in the world or at least if they're getting taxpayer funding. We now see, by the way, a European Commission purchase report says that they required uh, the governments to promote it as a public good. So I guess in the other countries, they couldn't promote it, but they required the governments to promote it. I mean, imagine that, this private-public partnership, okay? So it's the worst instincts of capitalism, which has bad parts of it, but if you have a true free market, it mainly puts a check and balance on it. But here, uh, they take away the check and balance of the public. So the government partners with it, develops it, funds it, markets it, distributes it, mandates it, pressures it. Um, they then then it's a it's a feedback loop that they have extra funding that they could go and advertise while the government's advertising. Oh, and you're exempt from all liability. Um, this is the single most important issue of our time, yet it doesn't even register in the top 10 of 99% of Republicans in office, running for office. It's like it never happened. It is the worst form of fascism, and it's not over with. They're coming up mid-next month with the new variant shots, which, by the way, will be for this variant that's on its way out, and we'll have a new one. Um, they're coming up. With, they're going to do it with the flu shots. They're going to do it with RSV. They're going to do it with... Uh, over a dozen other versions of this. This is the new fascism. And Steve, there's no way around it. And and also, this is part of this whole censorship. Who do you think is sponsoring it? Okay, the government is working. There's a circuitous uh, operation with big tech, big pharma, and big government calling in airstrikes against people like me and saying, hey, this person's a problem. Mm-hmm. Let's zap that. Um, this is... Yeah, I mean, Steve, I won't give away the project, but I mean, this is the core of it because this is worse than any form of socialism we ever thought we'd be fighting. In Australia right now, where 96% of all adults have been given at least two doses of the magic potion, uh, and they also have one of the world's highest booster rates in Australia right now as well. Australia right now has its all-time record for COVID hospitalizations. Keep in mind, it's their seasonality, okay, because they're south of the equator. So when it's summer here, it's winter down there. So it is their seasonality. And yet, within that seasonality, all of that jabbing, all of that masking, 
all of that boosting provided no real insulation whatsoever against their seasonality at all, Daniel. Their season came. It was time for them to get it. And they have an all-time record in COVID hospitalizations, irregardless of all of these alleged mitigation efforts as we speak. Steve, I'm looking right now. I'm just trying to see, um, you know, just contrasting some of the data of Africa. Africa is the big control group. You look at Africa and they don't seem to have any issues with Omicron. The deaths are flat. And that includes South Africa, which seemed to have, you know, did, definitely did have issues with COVID um, for the first three because or th so Because this ways. would be their seasonality, too. They're south of the equator. That, that, so it would be their the winter down there, you. too. Yes. And let me cross-reference that, go up to the north in the Pacific Rim to South Korea and, and Japan, and they, they're they kind of at the top of the ladder in terms of cases per capita in the world right now, especially Japan, but, but South Korea is making another run for it, and that's, again, that's farther north. So what it is is it's a divide between the Pacific Rim and Africa. And I think the reason why they're important is because those are the two areas of the world that seem to skate by COVID before 2022. So 2020, 2021, no, no real problem. Varying degrees of cases here and there. Very, very few deaths. How many articles are written in our media about how Asia has shown you can beat COVID with masks? How many of these articles yep. did they write? Right. Yep. No, exactly. So, so again... My point is not to compare where they are in totality compared to America because we had a dumpster fire and, uh, you know, even now they're still well below where our death level is, although it seems like there's many more innings to this ballgame now. But the point is I'm comparing those countries to Africa and those countries to themselves pre-vax. Pre-vax, they didn't have a problem with it. It was literally less than the flu. And now they seem to have a huge problem with it with the least pathogenic version of it. Remember, even Joe Biden, as much as he keeps testing negative, it's hard to tell, you know, because he's always coughing. So who knows what symptoms he has? But he's clearly, you know, going to survive this without hospitalization. And he's he's kind of a dead carcass right now. OK, and anyone, any doctor will tell you that the few people who have the problems they're seeing are vaccinated. But for the most part, they're really not dealing with that emergent time where blood oxygen levels were dipping very suddenly. Um, so so where are these deaths coming from? I mean, this does not replicate in the lungs. It's more upper respiratory. Why is it causing this? So the only explanation that makes sense is that two things. Number one, uh, the, the, there is some sort of a theory that the Pacific Rim um, had a degree of partial immunity. Uh, this is not proven, but a theory that versions of this were circulating in the preceding few years. Um, that's ethical skeptics theory out there. And I think there's a lot of evidence behind it. Um, but if you change the virus to such a degree with viral immune escape and you make it so durable mm -hmm. with suboptimal antibodies, then yeah, it could do that. And number two is this is the lowering of the immune system both from the lockdowns and from uh, the tamping down of T-cells and your innate immunity by these shots and creating this original antigenic sin. So does it make them now susceptible, particularly elderly people, to what should essentially be a flu, but the, a flu could kill people sometimes? And Steve, is this the opening, uh, the opening act? In other words... We're seeing monkeypox. We're seeing all these things come up. We saw the childhood uh, hepatitis. We don't know yet where that's coming from. 
But is this because of lowered immune systems? And are we going to see more of this? Mm. Big week next week, a week from now, you and I got a big announcement to make. Looking forward to it, brother. We'll see you then. Take care. Looking you bet. Forward. Daniel brought to you by Blaze TV Socks. That's right. We've got an unlimited line of socks for you right now. Patriotic socks, my favorite pair. Are they Klaus Schwab, you elite, the bugs? I love that pair. Uh, but we've got stuff uh, that uh, commemorates everything from uh, Let's Go Brandon to Ron DeSantis and more. There's a few right there. The great MAGA King. You can get a pair of those too if you prefer or all three. Order your limited edition patriotic socks today at Blaze TV. So I'm sorry, BlazeSocks.com. Don't need the TV. BlazeSocks.com. All made, produced, packaged right here. In America, blazesocks.com, blazesocks.com, and use the promo code DACESOCKS, D E A C E, promo code DACESOCKS, uh, to get 20% off when you go to check out at blazesocks.com. Thoughts on the conversation we just had with Daniel? So, in about um, a half an hour, well, 40 minutes from now, Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul, will be um, hosting a hearing on gain of function research. I know you saw this. I'm sure we'll have some clips in the montage tomorrow. What Daniel was talking about at the end, and something that we're actually going to be perusing a little bit in the overtime. To a dark place we go. I, I feel like that's kind of the new, at least this week, that's the new, what's the benign, innocent explanation mm. for all of this. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you let yourself, you could plausibly, like plausibly, not like, crazy voices you could plausibly you could plausibly stitch some lines together to say this is what's really happening here and they did this all on purpose they meaning uh the cabal of wef and whl players they could have all done this on purpose um and that is you know i i'm anxious to hear what we hear in the uh, in the in the uh, in the confab this afternoon that Dr. Uh, that uh, Senator Paul is is getting together with, but when we talk about the wearing down of the immune systems, these people aren't stupid. The immunologists that took part in all of the war games that we've covered in the in the past leading up to coronavirus, these guys are not stupid. They know how the immune system works. I think. So why all of a sudden did we just throw out? A hundred years of vaccinology and immunology for this virus. Why? Uh, you go to some pretty dark places when you start plumbing that, those wells. It's not primarily a biological experiment. It's a psychological experiment. Yes, They're yes. trying to figure out what we will take. Correct. All these breadcrumbs are out there. We can find where they lead if we want to. If we don't want to, dark place you've arrived at. You're not going there. You're there. Right on the money. We'll stick around, do bonus buy, sell, or hold here in the overtime for Blaze TV subscribers. For the rest of you, we will see you tomorrow, noon to 2 Eastern, right after Glenn Beck here on Blaze TV. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network.